0: is Katie Self and today I'm going to be discussing global warming and how we can save our planet from it. (coughs) In order to understand how to fix a problem, one must fully understand the issue itself. That being said, what is global warming? Global warming is the rising temperature of our planet and is caused by greenhouse gas emissions. These gases rise into the atmosphere and act as intensifiers to the Sun's rays, thereby heating up the planet slowly but surely. While fluctuating temperatures are normal, our current pattern is not. As seen in this graph, since around 1965, the temperatures have been rising substantially, causing concern among many in the science community. While some claim that this has happened before, this second graph clearly demonstrates that this is the highest global temperatures have ever been. Furthermore, it must be noted that previously the rise was seen as a more well-rounded parabolic shape, which is a direct contrast to the sharp spike which represents our current rise. That being said, what is to blame for these greenhouse gas emissions that are causing global warming? One of the four main causes is carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide is released by the burning of fossil fuels in cars, factories, and domestic homes and buildings. Next, we have methane, which is released by biodegrading food, landfills, and livestock. Pesticides and water treatment emit nitrous oxides, and deforestation limits the positive impact of nature on our atmosphere. Plants serve to remove carbon dioxide from the air and store it underground, using it in their process of photosynthesis to change the gas from CO2 carbon dioxide, to oxygen O2. That being said, by cutting down trees, we're not only cutting down a large source of our healthy air, but we're allowing more greenhouse gases to enter our atmosphere, the nitrous oxides we emit also hurt us in multiple ways. In addition to their gases being released into the atmosphere, the poisons from the pesticides and treatments are often released into nature. This kills wildlife and pollutes the water and soil around where the chemical was used. Methane is not only stinking up our atmosphere, but it's stinking up our communities. Both trash and animal dung have very potent smells that waft into the areas which exist around them. Just a few minutes from Niagara Falls is a giant landfill which releases a stomach-wrenching smell into the community it dwells in. Not to mention, next to such a natural beauty, it's a complete eyesore. Now, if that isn't enough of an issue, any trash that escapes a landfill or never makes it there in the first place has the potential to kill wildlife both in and out of the sea. Straws can find their way into sea turtles' noses, as seen in a viral video, and small animals such as snakes and birds can get their heads or bodies stuck in small containers such as pop cans. Trash in general is destroying our planet. Finally, carbon dioxide emissions from the burning of fossil fuels are polluting our breathing air as well as our atmosphere. In crowded places such as China, air pollution is so bad that people have had to wear masks. Not to mention Stars are being covered up by light pollution. Imagine a world with no shooting stars, constellation, or the northern lights. That sounds incredibly boring to me. Now, all of these causes are great to know, but what exactly do they cause? Here are some of the things global warming affects. Wind patterns, animal life, plant life, the oceans, temperature, and precipitation. Just to name a few. Now let's break that down. Wind patterns may not seem like an obvious part of life to be affected by climate change. However, climate change causes our winds to move slower. While the wind slowing down may not seem like the biggest of deals, it does create a domino effect. For instance, some insects such as ladybugs flourish in low-end areas. This may equate to a rise in their population and a stark decrease in their food's population. Furthermore, winds carry clouds which carry rain. So if the winds slow down, or eventually cease altogether, flooding and drought will occur simultaneously. This will kill off plant and animal life, including foreseeably many humans. Next, rising temperatures in usually cool areas result in plant life, which is already adapted to its cool climate, suffering. The same can be said for hot areas that are cooling drastically. Global warming refers to the average global temperature, but it affects the world a bit differently than many think. Climate change tilts our weather off-kilter to where some areas may actually just become flip-flopped. Rather than just making everything hot, climate change intensifies both the heat and the cold. That being said, it would seem the heat is having a greater impact. Many animals have been impacted by climate change because it results in dramatic change in their environment. For instance, with the increasing heat, sea levels are rising and water is getting warmer This is destroying the Great Coral Reef, which is one of the largest sea habitats in existence. Animals here are now looking elsewhere for a place to live and nest and feed. This is a dangerous journey for many that is resulting in widespread death. As previously mentioned, the oceans are changing and the sea levels are rising. This is largely due to the melting of our glaciers and ice caps, as well as thermal expansion because water expands in heat. In this graph, we can see the exponential rise of sea levels, and while this may not seem to directly correlate with disaster, scientists have said that the first sign of detrimentally rising sea levels is increased tropical storms. As seen in graph two, the number of tropical storms sharply increased in direct correlation with rising sea levels. While many environments have adaptive abilities to combat rising sea levels, human innovation has stunted this. Marshes, for instance, Have the adaptive ability to dig in their roots deeper once they're exposed to more water than usual this allows them to stay strong as sea levels slowly rise however with man-built barriers many marshes aren't receiving this exposure and therefore when things reach their worst or when disaster peaks they won't stand a chance this is incredibly dangerous because marshes hold sediment in place keeping coastlines where they belong should sea levels spike these marshes will be completely destroyed as will the plants and animals within them, and the coastlines they're meant to protect. Should the sea level rise, many areas such as Shanghai, New York City, and the Netherlands will be completely underwater. Not to mention, this would be devastating to Florida, as it holds 25 of the most vulnerable cities. Now let's look at the lasting effects of climate change. Polar bears, ringed seals, monarch butterflies, Atlantic cods, koalas, leatherback sea turtles, Adelaide penguins, American pikas, staghorn coral, and the Columbia spotted frog. All of these will go extinct. Diseases once held under the ice literally will surface. Our contemporary society will be unable to survive these illnesses because, like the Native Americans when Europeans came with their smallpox, we won't have been exposed. However, unlike the Native Americans, we've asked for it and we've brought it upon ourselves. Devastating heat and changing precipitation patterns will result in widespread drought similar to that of what is already happening in California. Wildfires will destroy our forests and communities. Hurricanes will run rampant. And soon, all animals, including humans, will go extinct. Then, if the planet is lucky, maybe some plants will survive. All of our lives, we have learned about dinosaurs and questioned how they went extinct. While we were coming up with theories about deadly comets and volcanic eruptions, we're already causing our own extinction. But let's not get too down on ourselves, because our ingenuity has done one great thing for us. It's given us a warning. In fact, just by Googling global warming, one can learn everything in the matter of an hour. The facts are all around us, and with technology at our fingertips, we know exactly what we've done and how we can reverse the effects. Yay! But some people still don't even believe global warming is an issue. In truth, most people agree it's real. More specifically, they agree that temperatures are high right now and that the Earth is generally getting hotter. However, some argue that this is not man's fault and instead it's a natural occurrence and that people who are claiming it's not just aren't credible. This is incorrect in almost every way. While the earth does naturally heat up, it's not usual for it to heat up this much. And even with a lack of faith in science, 97% of scientists agree global warming is real and a serious problem. How, knowing that 97% of the most educated people in the science community agree that something is real, can someone still deny its existence? Furthermore, seeing that the rise in temperatures directly correlates with the rise in technology Can one not see the cause and effect patterns of human actions? It's not possible to change the minds of all those people who are just too stubborn to accept the facts of global warming. However, it is possible to make changes in your own daily life to positively impact our planet. Here are some things you can do to cut down on your own emissions. Switch to reusable cups and straws. Rather than getting a plastic cup and lid, filling it with coffee and then throwing it out, use a single thermos and a metal straw and just wash them. Also, avoid styrofoam. Styrofoam takes over 500 years to break down. Enough said. Take shorter showers. The average shower uses 5 gallons of water a minute. Carpool or use public transportation. If you and your friends are going somewhere, save gas and the planet by riding together. Turn off your lights when you leave the room. Recycle. If you have the option, just recycle. It won't hurt you, but throwing away your trash just might. Shop with reusable bags. Print double-sided. Why waste that other side? Combine errands. Just do more at once instead of making multiple trips. Take home and eat restaurant leftovers. Finally, stop breathing. You produce CO2 just by breathing, so seriously, cut it out. Okay, that last one was a joke. But really, decreasing your own carbon footprint is not that hard. We just have to make the conscious decision to try. So, now that you know, let's go out and save the world.